Welcome to the Art of Masculinity Podcast. I am your host, Johnny L. Sasser. As a former Special Operations U.S. Army Ranger out of 2nd Ranger Battalion and a former Protective Security Specialist who protected the U.S. Ambassador to Iraq, I spent 10 years in and out of the Middle East. My mission today is to help men everywhere find the courage to be confident in themselves and their masculinity, regardless of what society says or what preconceived notions are out there in the media. I'm here to shed a light on those tough, strong alpha males opening up not only to those they love, but to the world about who they really are and how they own these open and vulnerable parts of themselves. Today, my goal is to help be a light for men who are struggling in owning their masculinity and struggling to present it in a way that is authentic to them. I'm grateful for having you here and sharing your time with me. Let's dive into the episode and I'll see you around the corner. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Masculinity. Today, I want to dive into something that was really cool that my wife and I got the chance to explore with in um, an ISTA training that we did, and it was centralized around anger. And I think that this is important for men because in anger, we find our most comfort in that place. And in anger, we find that it's okay and acceptable to express that, which is why people associate that with masculinity in so many different ways, because it is accepted. But then also they try to tie it to what is termed as toxic masculinity. Obviously, you guys know my opinion on this. I think toxic masculinity is a bunch of bullshit and comes from ignorant people who don't truly understand what they're saying when they say those words, nor do they understand masculinity in and of itself. So ultimately... Anger becomes a very, very strategic tool for us in the fact that it is accepted and we can feel like we're okay to show anger. And it kind of, in a way, has been shown that we can be masculine if we show anger. But in reality, anger is a place where we are able to express an emotion that's representative of other emotions. And this is what people fail to realize is that anger is typically a, an outward representation of what other emotions underlie that we either can't handle or don't want to accept. So a lot of times anger actually stems from, you know, stems from, um, things like shame or guilt, um, or, anxiety or uh, depression because we're mad that we're we're depressed and sad or it, it can stem from these other underlying pieces that make us feel inadequate or emasculated um, whether it's embarrassment or shame or or it's just the simple fact that we're angry with ourselves for allowing a situation to take place or angry with ourselves for being in that situation, I know that that when anger comes up in my life, a lot of times it's because there is some form of regret there in some way, shape or form. Um, and so it's not to say what that necessarily is, but it is to understand that anger stems from a multitude of different emotions. So the first thing we need to do when we address anger, and then I'm going to give you guys some tools that you can actually take into your life and express anger in different ways and what are considered clearing methods. But the first thing we have to do is, you know, whatever we're being angered by, think about what it is and then think about why it's making you angry or what you feel um, is pushing you to want to express a form of emotion like anger. So whether it's hitting a bag or, or just, you know, lifting hard or whatever it is. 
the identification of the root of where this comes from can help us to one, identify the situation in which we don't want to be put in anymore. Um, and or two, it helps us to find and identify and clarify what it is that is provoking the anger, because really what the anger stems from is our perception of that situation or our perception of our role in that situation or our perception of what we said in that situation or our perception of all of these different things. But really what it is, is we are expressing the perception of what we now feel because of how we saw ourselves in that situation. And embarrassment isn't, you know, we have to, we have to tie this to the ego. And while the ego is a beneficial tool, the ego is absolutely 100% does not always have to be negative, but the ego tends to want to protect. And in that protection, the ego wants to say, Hey, if I'm embarrassed, that's a weakness and embarrassment isn't tolerated. And if I feel embarrassed because of how I presented myself, other people are seeing me that way. Other people are seeing me as an embarrassment or as ridiculous, right? Or if I feel shameful, it's because I showed up in a way that was not congruent with who I am. Or if I feel like I, um, am guilty of guilty of, of, of maybe saying something that was provocative and embarrassing somebody else. If I feel guilt in, in, or the way I acted, I, maybe I touched somebody in a way that wasn't really the way they would desire to be touched. And it made them feel uneasy. And then embarrassment came in, whatever it may be, guys, just think about the underlying root of that and why that's provoking anger, because anger is really the, the acceptable representation of what we can outwardly do, but is actually the overarching um, expression of what the underlying root is. So the overarching expression of what the underlying root is. And the underlying root typically is not anger. What it is, is that it's showing us that if we are angry, then we are needing to express something else and we don't have a method of doing so. So while we dive into that route, we allow ourselves the ability to address either an action, a way we speak, um, how, you know, the way we show up, whatever it is, we allow ourselves to see our role in that. And then to change that and to say, okay, I get it. I can accept that I was there. I can accept that it makes me angry right now. And I'm going to do something about that in a second, but I need to see this. So I know that no more, am I going to put myself in that position within my own life or no more? Will I put myself in that position in conversations? Or if I see a scenario that looks similar, I'm going to keep myself in a certain position within that. So I don't find myself in shame, guilt, embarrassment, sadness, regret, anxiety, all of these things. So ultimately, when we do that, again, it's identifying and accepting what it is that's truly going on within us. And then we can shift to the anger. And again, the anger is okay, men. It is perfectly okay. Do not run from it, accept it, and don't let people tell you that it's bad. Now, it can be bad if we take that anger out on other people. That is not okay because then it's just a manifestation of outward expression in how we truly feel about ourselves. And then somebody else is 
is absorbing that energy for no reason other than the fact that you don't know how to take ownership and responsibility and then outwardly express that in a way that you can accept your role in that position. So, or you can accept the fact that this is the way you need to let it out and keep it keep it to your personal ecosystem because it is about you and it's not about other people. So when anger can be kept in our sphere, this is what we want to talk about. When we can put anger in our sphere, there's methods that we can use, techniques we can use to get that anger out. And one of those things that I like is, um, you know, you put a pillow on the ground uh, and or you put it on your bed and you're able to just scream into the pillow or hit the pillow and give yourself a good five minutes and thinking about whatever it is that you want to think about that's causing the pain inside of you, causing the suffering or causing the, the thing that needs to, the thing that needs to come out, you know, once you release that, you feel so good. And you can do this through journaling as well, by the way, you guys have heard me talk about the psycho journal, but I want to talk about the physical manifestation of outward expression of anger. And in this, you can go ahead and hit the pillow. You can go ahead. And another one I love is a punching bag, which I got to get up in my, my gym, but I love hitting bags. And it's a way that is acceptable for you to get that anger out. But you need to remember that the intention on the bag, the intention on the pillow is to focus on the scenario that's causing the anger, to focus on the perception that's causing the anger. Because when you're able to do that, then you can express that form of anger and really, really release the root of whatever it is. You can release the root of shame, of guilt, of anxiety, of depression, of sadness, of of, of pain, of suffering, whatever it is, you have that ability to express that. But if you forget, or you don't focus on that, that perception or that scenario, then you're not really expressing the anger tailored towards that point in time that's causing you anger. So this becomes a technique where you can focus that anger on a certain place and time within your life, and then allow that anger to be the expression of that particular place and time. So then it no longer is just a generic outward exposure of, of anger, which is also cathartic in and of itself, but this becomes a pinpointed expression. So in a lot of cases, we can use this on a weekly basis. We can use it on a monthly basis. And honestly, when I get my bag downstairs, it's going to be something I regularly use at least on a weekly basis. You know, Joe Rogan, um, obviously being a fighter does rounds on the bag, right? And that's a technique you can use even for anger in the sense of you can think about what is causing that anger and then turn it into a workout of using rounds on your bag, focusing on the, maybe that week of a key, some key moments that were provoking anger, but really were the underlying roots of shame or something like that. So pinpointing and identifying these moments and allowing yourself to express them on a weekly basis or a monthly basis will help you to then release that and be able to receive more of good things. And also it's going to allow you to release those moments so that they no longer weigh on your conscience or weigh on your conscience less, you know, again, there's other techniques for this in multiple different ways, but this one is one that I really like in, in for so many reasons, because we have that ability. Now, the other expression that you can use is that 
you can go ahead and do this form of like screaming into your hands, right? So you put your hands, cross them over your mouth and you can go ahead and blow into them or scream into them and shake your body. And it's, you know, you're getting out this energy. And again, I'm not breaking the ground with any of these things. This is something we were taught at at an exposure to kind of self-development and radical self-ownership. But when you are able to identify some techniques that you can use, it makes you feel more comfortable to get out these moments of anger or rage or something like that. Right. And so getting that out is acceptable and getting it out in a way that's healthy is acceptable as well. And in a way that you can confine it to yourself so that you're not, you're, you're not impacting anybody else with it. And nobody else needs to really even know about it. If you don't want to share it, you know, you can have these moments and especially with something like a bag in a gym or especially something like with a pillow in the bedroom on the bed, um, you can go ahead and do hammer fists on that for five minutes and scream into the pillow and nobody's going to hear you. Nobody's really going to know what you're doing. And it gives you that method of release. And so just give yourself the grace that anger is a, is a powerful, powerful emotion. And that if we can let that out in a very, very healthy way, it becomes cathartic. It becomes an ability to release. It becomes an ability to expand. And we get the ability to go ahead and actually get rid of some of these things that limit our lives, that limit our creativity, that limit our expansion and our joy and our happiness. We get the ability to release those things. So, you know, if you guys have this opportunity, use one of these techniques. And if you use a different technique, go ahead and let me know. Um, I would love to hear about, I'd love to hear how you implement this into your life and what it does for you. And, you know, after having the experience of doing this, I'm a true believer in, in what it allows to free up and the emotional um, release that it has, because sometimes it opens up to crying. Sometimes it opens up to laughing. Sometimes it opens up into something more than just anger, which is where that's where the power becomes in these emotions. So give yourself that opportunity and allow yourself to see anger and to acknowledge the, the root of anger and then to give it an outward manifestation that's not impactful to somebody else. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's definitely something that I think is tangible, realistic, and practicable for everybody to use and put into their lives, but you got to find what way works for you. And if you don't know the method of um, journaling is, is what I call a psycho journal is write down whatever it is that's bothering you that you need to share that maybe you just don't feel comfortable sharing with somebody else and write it down and fucking burn it. And after you burn it, nobody else has to worry about seeing it, but it gets out of you and it gets that dark energy out of you. And it gets that ability to hold you back, like out of you and you're putting it out there and you're letting it be seen. And then you're letting it be gone. And so it's always a work in progress, guys. There's no one tool that's ever going to fix this stuff permanently. But what these things do is they help us to get some form of balance and to accept these things and to get them out. And when they come back up, then do the same process or a different process and allow yourself again to just acknowledge and be part of them and get them out of your body and to get them moving. And the more you do it, the more they'll start to dissipate. And then eventually they may never come back. Right. But you will have other things that do. So it's not saying again, it's not a permanent fix, but these are the things that we're able to do to allow ourselves to release a lot of that anger and to find 
joy and happiness again. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, remember to drop the ego and stay humble. Until next time. Hey guys, if you liked today's episode, then please head over to Apple iTunes and leave a five-star review of some of your most impactful moments that you heard on the show today. It'll only take about 60 to 90 seconds to do, but those seconds are priceless in helping promote the message here at The Art of Masculinity, and I will be forever grateful. I appreciate all of you guys joining in The Art of Masculinity community, and as always, drop the ego and stay humble.